and welcome back to another episode of JP and the Beans Talk. You bet. Brought to you by Fudge Sickles and great energies in all the gyms. Oh yeah, especially when there's a Fudge Sickle in my mouth. You bet. You bet. We're just gonna let that lie. I am not gonna follow that one up. There's a lot of opportunity there, and I'm just gonna let you have it. Thanks. You're welcome. Good for you. <laughs> Good for the Fudge Sickle, I guess. Well, Incredible stuff. Hey, fudge sickles are great. Thanks for bringing those along with you. Oh, of course. What a guy. What for, a guy. For the youths. Absolutely. Absolutely. Youths and adults alike. That's when you know you really you really got a winner. Especially. Yeah, absolutely. Well, hey, you know, it's it's been a couple weeks since we went and saw the Batman. Did you still like that movie? Now that you've had a couple weeks to really dwell in it, really just be so born in the darkness. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Molded mm-hmm. by it. Mm-hmm. Vengeance. Yeah, no, I loved it. <laughs> I still like it a lot. Yeah. I got to see it a second time. Uh, enjoyed it even more. Enjoyed it even more. Uh, Known going in what to expect and appreciated it at a higher level also. Old Bob Pattinson. Way to go, bud. You proved me wrong. I My confidence level was, I don't even know if it was on a level with Bob. No, you, it wasn't. No. It wasn't. I had to talk you, you into it. I did have faith. You did. Because he's a good actor. You know what? He showed it there. Twilight got him his fame and then... But unfortunately, at a cost. It, it, yeah, it was at a cost. <laughs> it's pretty much like, like it would be the equivalent of what Matthew Perry did on TV. Tell me more. Like he got typecasted yep. as a Chandler, pretty much. Yep. You know, yep. That's all people saw him as. Yep. Yep. No, I uh, I thought I thought old Robert Pattinson was tremendous. I'm looking forward to seeing uh, more of him in future installments, of which there will be. There will be more, and there will hopefully be plentiful. I am, I'll tell you what, that was, and we won't stay on this for too long because we spent a good hour talking about it on a previous podcast. We did. And it was great. Go check that out. It was great. Last episode. I, I can't remember another superhero movie that I've seen in a while that so intentionally emphasized and spent such a vast majority of the movie on the alter ego rather than the, the person behind, like, yeah, I think that's Which is what right. I preferred, yeah. Right, yeah. right. Because I remember watching Iron Man 3, and there was so little Iron Man in it. A lot of Tony Stark, right? And and that's a good that's a good portion of the character, good part of that hero. But we just didn't get enough Iron Man. Unfortunately, was, that was the part of the time, the drive of the movie. Like, Lord, yep. strip the armor away. Yep, right. That's, see the that's man an underneath. Easy, that's an easy trap to fall into. And even if I want to stay on a more of a Batman tangent like uh, the dark knight rises there wasn't as much batman in there as i would have personally preferred for as much as i still enjoyed the movie um a lot of bruce wayne and so i enjoyed how much batman we got in the movie that was appropriately titled the batman so it was awesome outstanding stuff outstanding stuff so just had to throw another plug in there well hey it's been a year of this i'm gonna say on another note, wow. happy one year. Wow. Good for us. Happy, And by the way, this is not the exact date of when we were released. No, it's Close more enough. like we've had one year's worth of podcasts. I'd rather celebrate that. You bet. Close counts in horseshoes, hand grenades, and podcasts. There is no doubt. It's outstanding. Yep. Just like the saying goes. Yep. Horseshoes, hand grenades, and podcasts. 100%. Big fan. Big, Big fan. fan. Well, it's been fun so far. Looking forward to what's to come. And I think this is as good of an opportunity as we will have to do a little best of from the previous year. This is true. Yeah, best of best in of. particular content that we have been able to see 
in the year since we started doing this podcast, Riley, there has been a absolute deluge of content that has just, again, the key word, soaked us since a year ago. And it's only, it's only increasing in its volume. So it's not going away anytime soon. There's been the advent of the Marvel Disney Plus TV shows. So we'll get into that. There's been more installments within the MCU itself. And the DC cinematic, I don't even know if you want to call it a universe. Let's just call them films. Okay. Yep. I'd, um, I'd say that's fair. They've taken a couple of shots. And I would say one shot been, last year. I'd say they've been they've been worthwhile. As to whether or not it's your cup of tea remains to be seen. But at the very least, the one shot we got last year, uh, hey, you can't say it was poorly made. Yeah. So, and let's make that clear that this will be for the whole month of 2021, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. not 2022. So not the January for every March. We'll go over that next year. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All of 2021. Yeah, we'll stick with 2021. I agree. That's that's the right place to be. So let's let's just do kind of a, a quick quick recap. Let's start on per use, right? Let's start on the Marvel side. Let's start where things are healthy, where things are. Oh, you don't want to get the one movie out of the way of DC. <laughs> it would just feel a little. We sad. want to build it up till I, the end. I think it'd feel a little sad. Let's let's just dive into the Marvel side. Let's be honest. They're Big Brother right now. They're doing well. Okay, on the film side. Black Widow came out. Now, not till July, all right? We're still feeling the uh, the effects of the pandemic in terms of when movies were being released. So Black Widow came out July 9th, 2021. Okay, Shang, excuse me, Shang, as we now know, Shang-Chi. Really? I thought it was Shinji. Mm-hmm. And The Legend of the Ten Rings, September 3rd, 2021. Eternals, November 5th, 2021, and sneaking in in the pole position, Spider-Man No Way Home, December 17th, 2021. So, there's your movie. That's the movie. Now, this is not... Oh, do you have the Disney Plus shows? You know what? I apologize. My prep work. Shoddy at best. Room for improvement here. I looked at that and I was like, that didn't include the shows. No. But I figured, I was like, ah, he probably has another link. I, I know... I can list the shows off just as as I know that you can, but what I would like to try and locate uh, were the release dates from 2021, just to give us a little additional context. We know WandaVision came out first. Okay, so January 15th, WandaVision 2021 mm-hmm. kicked off the year for us. Falcon and the Winter Soldier kicked off March 19th, 2021. So we definitely had Marvel content prior to that Black Widow movie. Loki... Kicked off June 9th of 2021. So all three of these outstanding shows were released prior to the first Marvel Cinematic Universe film of the year. And then What If gave us its first taste back on August 11th of 2021. And there's one missing on there, JP. What do you got for me? Hawkeye, sir. Didn't that come out in December? I know. I chose to black the one out. (laughs) Oh, it 100% came out in December. 100% came out in December. Wow. Here's a really good question. Why isn't that on my list? You're right. No, good catch on your part. Hawkeye also came out. so aggressive. Right around Christmas time. I feel like it was shortly after Thanksgiving. Yeah, I chose to block that one out. Okay, so there's our Marvel lineup. 
I'm curious. Let's have a little back and forth here. Let's start on the TV show side, all right, since they really got us back into the Marvel world. Out of those shows, so WandaVision, Falcon Winter Soldier, Loki, What If, Hawkeye, <clears throat> what's your ranking? Top to bottom. Oh, my ranking? Yep. And just to clarify, on this show, on this show, we're not so hoity-toity, nose-high in the air that we drown when it rains, that we're trying to presume to tell you what you should have liked the most. This is just our personal preference, what we enjoyed at the highest level. Yeah, so don't poop on me for liking something that you didn't like, because then I'll find you and I'll mm -hmm. poop on you. So, okay. So save the poop. Yes. Let's just get that out there so that everybody's aware of the kind of the ground rules and here. And keep it civil. Personal preferences can vary. So with that in mind, what do you got? What, what was your top? What was your favorite TV show oh, out of those? And I'm if you to... say Hawkeye, this is where the show ends. We won't have a year or two. That's well, lucky it. for you, so... I'm going to say a Hawkeye. <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh... Oh, man. I'm trying to remember. It's taking me like a second to remember. Mm-hmm. Um, man, I'm, this might, I'm torn. Like, this is a hard question. This I might think. come as this a, is a difficult one. This might come as a little bit of a surprise yep. for me. Yep. And it might not, it might not, but I think I got to say Falcon and the Winter Soldier is okay. number one. Okay. I think so. Yep. Who's your number two? Number two, probably Loki. Okay. And then we'll stick with WandaVision at three. Sure. Hawkeye at four. What if it's kind of its own animal? Okay. Because it's like each episode's its own thing. But I didn't really care for the finale either. If, Fair enough. What if's probably last? I think yep. that has the most potential to be really good. Sure. But, and Loki, in Loki's defense, like, it's not finished. Also so for true. me, it's also kind of like, Yep. there's still more. Yep. But. Uh, yep. That's great. So you've got Falcon and Winter Soldier top for you. Yes. Okay. I thought that was outstanding. What I enjoyed the most, I enjoyed Loki the most. I was a little initially underwhelmed by the finale just because it didn't provide resolution, which I was really hoping for considering all the buildup in the previous five episodes. But you did get Owen Wilson. But, man, got I got Owen, Owen Wilson. Wilson and that's all Owen that matters. freaking Wilson. The show was so engaging. Um, I, I enjoyed the heck out of it. Love me some Owen Wilson. Give me that all day long. Um, but that's the top spot, what I enjoyed the most. Right after that, it gets tricky, okay? Hawkeye's at the bottom for me. I know it's at the top. I know what's at the bottom. And Falcon and Winter Soldier, I really enjoyed. But I enjoyed WandaVision more than I thought I was going to also. So I, I don't want to – I feel like putting WandaVision at third is lower than it should be. But I think I enjoyed Falcon and Winter Soldier just a tidge bit more than I've, WandaVision. Just, just a little bit. So it would go Loki, Falcon Winter Soldier, WandaVision, What If, which I learned to love as it kind of unraveled. And Hawkeye, oh, they did the Kingpin dirty. They had a chance. They did the Kingpin dirty. That nonsense with the watch, that was tough. My expectations were higher for that one. And that and it suffers in this particular ranking for where my expectations were. Yeah. My, my expectations for What If were non-existent hence it's in the four spot just kind of safe right but hawkeye sitting there at the bottom exposed just exposed i'm still salty over that one yeah i was see i was trying to think too because the first 
we were spoiled with the first three Disney Plus shows. To be honest with you, we were spoiled. They were great. Um, I think why Falcon and the Winter Soldier is number one for me is just the dynamic between Bucky, mm-hmm. Sam, and yep. uh, U.S. Agent. Yep. <laughs> because uh, it was good. It was it, a good it was dynamic. Great. It was then, great. And then like. I, you know, I I don't think they could have done that better. No. Like the dyna- the dynamic between those two was worthwhile, bef- like from the very outset. Oh, for but sure. it grew so well throughout that show. It was it was terrific, and the character study of each of those guys, Sam, trying to bear the burden of Steve Rogers, trying to give him the mantle, and him rejecting it, but then trying to say, "Wait, I changed my mind. I'm, I'm, I'll actually take that. I'll actually step in." And Bucky dealing with his past, like that was a delight to watch that unfold and see a little bit of Bucky in Wakanda having all that just psychological programming undone yes by his Wakandan friends like that was that was outstanding enjoyed that a great deal a great deal yeah so yeah. definitely out of all, I think just having a clear cut like villain too is just mm. Mm-hmm. Really icing on the cake. Loki, that's probably why Loki isn't number one for me. Like, we got a little bit, but it wasn't like, this is the villain. It was more yep. like, okay, here's all this buildup to all this stuff that's happening. Yep. Season two. And a lot of like, internal conflict. It's good. It's great. But it's like, yep. I need a villain. Yep. And then a- Agatha's all right. She was, she was all right. Okay. But she's not okay. my... That's fair. I prefer... So we call personal preference. I prefer the U.S. agent. And Zemo. Zemo's good. Yeah, both both U.S. Agent and Zemo were were worthwhile in that. Zemo show. was hilarious. He was hilarious, unexpectedly so. <laughs> I gotta good. say, I was not anticipating comedic relief coming from our guy Zemo, but that was outstanding. And I uh, she would have put the the mask on a little bit more, but we can get right, into that in another right. day and another Absolutely. dollar. Absolutely. Uh, but the U.S. Agent, it was great that they both introduced that character and didn't kill him. We're going to get Kill more it. of that. I know. It's so good. Yes. And then the fact that we're getting like this street, it feels like we're getting this street level, street level. Yep. stuff built yep. up with uh, what? So hungry for that. Julianne Louise Dreyfus. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I don't, her, her other character's name is super long too, so. <laughs> Val. Val. Yeah, we'll Val. go with Val. That is. <laughs> That's three the letters. Same choice. Three the letters, same choice. Three letters. <laughs> Couldn't remember that. I, but I can re- remember Julia Louise and Dreyfus. Yeah, I'm going to stick with Val. Yeah, 100%. Val's so much better. It's great. It's great. Yeah. that No, that's a, that's an outstanding choice. For me, The Owen Wilson's... Oh, he's just money. His money. dynamic with Tom Hiddleston was perfect. It was, it was perfect. It was perfect. It was perfect. And I enjoyed the... Just the the conceptual, almost riddle that's trying to be undone or resolved within that show. The just the absolute. What's man? What is the word? The stakes of, and the conversation around the stakes of whether or not free will is a relevant, tangible thing in the universe. And it, they're obviously presenting this in a fictional sense but always one of those conversations that has some has some real world uh, application also and so i really enjoyed having the opportunity to kind of examine that idea that thought within this safe space if you will of a uh, of a fictional tv show but it was great it was fun to see how it was handled um and i am i'm really fascinated i think loki more than 
any of these other shows added to the Marvel Cinematic Universe world. Mm. A little weird to call the universe a world, but added to it than all these other shows did. Like WandaVision, Falcon Winter Soldier very much existed within this pre-existing realm, whereas Loki went outside of what we had known and just crafted more for us and set up more in terms of, hey, that's our first taste of Kang the Conqueror, a variant, a version of Kang the Conqueror. With that whole idea of variants, we're going to start seeing that much more of. We have seen more of with Spider-Man No Way Home, um, and we'll see more in Doctor Strange. It's just going to be such a theme, I think, for so many of the upcoming uh, movies, and it was begun in Loki. That that was really bold, right? It's kind of it's hard, I think, to think back or remember back to almost a year ago when that came out. How there was this idea of wow, they're really going to do something in a Disney Plus show that's going to impact the movies that someone who is seeing the movie maybe didn't watch the show. And I think they were willing to take that chance. That's my hunch. We haven't we haven't seen it directly referenced yet, but without getting too far down that rabbit hole, I think we're going to see that here in Doctor Strange come very soon here in May with the themes and ideas and concepts that were introduced in Loki. And frankly, I think we're going to see Loki himself. So bold swing, bold swing by Marvel. Loved it. Um, that's my top pick. I'm just, question. I'm just wondering. It'll be interesting to see where the season two picks up. Yep. Because it feels like season two should be done before Multiverse of Madness, mm -hmm. but I don't feel like that's the case. So mm -hmm. I'm being, I'm gonna be curious to see how they they handle that. So yeah, we'll we'll find out. I, uh, yeah. Yeah. WandaVision was great. Also, it, it was really, you know, speaking of bold, Falcon and Winter Soldier was a pretty straightforward way to tell a story like really linear it was hey here's where it starts here's where it ends wandavision with its first two two and almost entirely the third episode projecting this show within this paradigm of old classic tv shows without really letting you as the audience know what the flip was going on that was aggressive was that was aggressive, and I didn't, was. I didn't care for it until I got the reveal. But once I got the reveal, my attitude to towards those initial episodes uh, changed from skeptical to all right. I'm I'm pretty positive that was great. So really, again, love the boldness there. Really enjoyed that exploration of the character of Wanda. What a tragic, tragic character. Speaking of one that we're going to see. <laughs> In Doctor yeah, Strange. I think she's gonna go off. Oh I think she's gonna go off in this next movie. Oh boy. For me, it's just I think if I were to do watch do that show again, I don't I think I could only watch like the last two episodes. Yep. I just okay. I didn't care for it, I guess. Like it was okay. It was yeah. alright. Like yeah. like uh, her dynamic between her and Agatha was really good. Sure. Um seeing sure. her have kids. Right. I I think I might be a little biased in the fact that of what they did with Quicksilver. Oh, that was a mean tease, wasn't it? That wasn't was, that a tease? That we was, thought, here we go, here's our mutants. That was a boner of a tease. Wow. Yeah. Massive, massive boner of a tease. <laughs> yeah. I I thought we had it, man. I thought the I thought the mutants were there. That's a little hard to hard to forgive, even at this stage. Oh, it was cock tease. That was that's the best way to describe that. And I still haven't forgiven them for it, but that's fine. 
Still better than a few of the other shows. That's okay. Even my two-year-olds are upset about it. We brought it up and they're weeping in the other room. Yes. Sad. Sad. I don't, I don't know if Harry's working. <laughs> I'll have to see if I can uh, keep that going. <laughs> Amazing stuff. But, Amazing uh, stuff. Yeah. I mean, I, yeah, that covers it for the shows. I think uh, we can actually take it to the movies. Let's do it. Um, and the movies... All right, boom. So, again, Black Widow, Shang-Chi, Eternals, Spider-Man No Way Home. Oh, my goodness. Well, I feel like this list is very self-explanatory. Right? It's almost in a uh, Black Widow is number one. Psych! <laughs> <laughs> Not on what. my life. Tell you what. Uh, let's run through the rankings real quick. And then I, I do want to spend a little time talking about that that black widow flick so oh you do i do we need to spend more time I on do. it no, i want to spend a little time on it i want to spend a little time on okay. it that that has okay. its, that movie has its merits so i don't want to yeah, right. dump on that one all right so, i'm gonna dump on it though it, <laughs> it wouldn't be a podcast without a rant from you so here's your opportunity uh spider-man easily at the top easily at the top spider-man no way home might have like the decade locked down it's as good as it gets. It's, it's really outstanding. It's phenomenal. Yep. Yep. Really How they point out it was with Sony. Yeah, like, we needed that clarification. Yeah. Sad. Spider-Man No Way Home was incredible. Um, Shang-Chi, probably number two. I'd agree. For me, my expectations, again, pretty modest, and they were exceeded. Um, and I don't, I don't know what to do with Eternals and then Black Widow, quite frankly. I did not dislike either movie. I was very hopeful for Eternals. I'm not going to say my expectations were high, but I thought that it was going to be, I thought it had a chance to be great. And it wasn't. It was fine. It was perfectly fine, but it was by no means a movie that after I got done watching it, I'm thinking, man, I, I'm looking forward to seeing that again. I, I was like, okay, saw it, and that's probably it. I'll probably see it again sometime, but... Uh, and Black Widow, Black Widow was entertaining. <coughs> Black Widow probably entertained me more than Eternals. And I <laughs> love the look on your face right now. I don't have the same emotional attachment to Taskmaster that you do. I don't even think it's an emotional attachment. It's just, but go ahead. It's fine. Whatever you want to call it. Whatever you want to call, call it. So I wasn't uh, devastated. And I, I really enjoyed... Uh, Yelena being introduced as a character. She was fantastic. The Red Guardian being introduced was enormously entertaining. Okay. So those those two characters you bring up fair point. In and of themselves were more worthwhile for me. I would marry Yelena. Then right. Continue. Right, right. <laughs> then Eternals. Like love my guy Gilgamesh and Eternals. Really enjoyed um oh, I flip and blank on this guy's name every Stinking time. Who's the comedian that's in this movie? Of what movie? Of Eternals. Oh, Kamal Nanjiani? Thank you. Kamal I know my Nanjiani. You do. I know that I can rely on you for Kamal. Um, he was he was extraordinarily extraordinarily entertaining. <laughs> he was good. Uh, but for me it's for me it's Black Widow, three and four. Not not a whole not a very big gap between those two. Um, but that's Ryland. What about so, you? Spider Man? Now, the, our list... Almost is, on its own list. Uh, yeah, our list is the same. I'm going to just come out and say that Great. now, but I want to okay. define okay. the gaps that are here, mm -hmm. okay? Mm -hmm. Because Spider-Man, and for the people who can't see my hands right now, Spider-Man is through the roof. 
Yep. High, really high. I can't touch it. It's like Shaquille O'Neal. It's an all-timer. So it's Hall up there, untouched. Yep. Never be touched again. Okay? Boom. And then you go like a couple notches down, at least. And then I'll put Shang-Chi there. Like it was a fun ride. Okay? It was. It's not anywhere close to Spider-Man. But if Spider-Man didn't come out, this would be the best MCU movie really we got. Really solid origin story. Yes. Really, right? really solid. Really solid origin. Yep. It was fresh. It was kind of new. Yep. And it was also yep. like it introduced a new new uh, area yep. of the MCU. Yep. So kind of a new block. There wasn't a lot of people attached to this. Yep. And the one that was attached didn't need to be there. Mm. But he was there. Mm-hmm. And that is what it is. Old Trevor. Now, do I wish we would have gotten a comic accurate Mandarin? Yes, and I will die on that grave. But what we got was not bad. That was probably the closest thing we'll get. Yep. Okay. And then we go down like a lot more notches. So we're we're like we're at sea level now. Okay. We're at sea level. We're on a boat. Yep. It's a little rocky, it's a little wavy. Sure. And you're not upset you're on the boat, but you're okay. You're ready for you're ready to be done. At least the boat's not sinking, right? Uh, It's a canoe. It's a rough canoe. But at least it floats. But the one thing about this canoe... I enjoy how this analogy is yes. taking shape so much. Sea level boat, but, canoe, rough canoe. <laughs> but what's good about this canoe is there's one really good oar. And it's Kit Harrington, And he's steering the ship. And in that ship, it's oh called a friendship for a reason, okay? <laughs> and it's you. And it's me and Kit Harrington, And that's all I care about. And we're, we're, we're rowing this boat. Me and Kit, boom, love Incredible. it. We got we, we got we got the Black Knight <laughs> built up into it. Okay, please don't ever stop with this. <laughs> and, please just keep going. And the canoe is pretty much the Celestials in this sense, where it's like it's a it's a good foundation. There you go. And the other oar fell into the sea because it's Harry Styles. So. <laughs> and now one oar, one canoe, oh, one oar. And we're not done either. And then. You know, we're in the middle of the sea, and then, oh no, you fell off, for instance, and it's the Mariana Trench, and it's very, very far down, and that's where Black Widow lives, okay? But Dory and Marlin, they're there, and you're wondering who those two are? That would be the Red Guardian and Yelena, and those guys can swim away from that movie and come out unharmed. (laughs) Just keep swimming in this sense. And the rest of the movie can die in the Mariana Trench. Is that in, almost entirely because of Taskmaster? Entirely because entirely. of Taskmaster. Okay. Right. I'm not hiding that fact at all. That ruined the movie for me. That wound won't well, ever heal, will okay. it? Like it's just, it's just there. It's open. That half, and then the other, the other main villain who just hates women to hate women. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Worst yeah. motive ever. Yep. Yep. Look, far, are far women the adult. best thing ever? We're not going to get into this in the podcast, okay? That's a trap, all right? But... Why you set your own trap and then moved away from it. I had to. Yeah, yeah. I'm smart. Okay. I just you wanted, got away from there. I just okay. wanted to, okay. I wanted to um, pique the listener's interest for a second, okay? But that's a stupid motive. And... Besides that, we don't have any reason to why he hates women. Like it would have been, I would have taken honestly, I would have taken like a flashback. He's in middle school. There's 15 women around him, and they're just beating the living shit out of him. And he's like, you know what? They're all gonna die now. They're tools. 
that. I would have understood that. You got beat up by 15 women. Okay. Or like if or like if he was that awkward guy, you know, in middle school right. and he saw right. this really cute girl for the first time and he goes up and he's like, Hi, um, you wanna go out with me? And she goes, No, you're gross. And then he's like, I hate women forever. You're all dead to me. I would have understood that too. Cause he's a, he's a he was a weird looking dude a little bit, you know. Couldn't even like they couldn't even make him a Aldrich Killian from Iron Man Three, the awkward Pretty significantly disabled guy at the outset of the movie who uses the rejection of Tony Stark and his lady friends to turn himself into something more, right? Couldn't have even given us that. Couldn't have even given us that. Nope. Instead, he just hates women to hate women. It was tough. It it was tough. That line will never... Totally, totally agree. ...will die in infamy. That one line where it's like, we have plenty of them to use. And it's like... It's a po- the population's 50-50, dude. Yeah. You can use men just as you can use women. That doesn't make sense to no, me. Not a great villain. It felt way too much like early MCU villains that were clearly dispensable. Oh my God. I, now, the, the thing that I'll say that I wanted to get to in defense of Black Widow is perhaps the worst thing. Let me rephrase that. The biggest thing it had going against it was when it was released. Like, the character of Black Widow is is over. Passed away in Endgame. So we know going into this... Spoilers! That the, right? Spoilers, man. The stakes are already so limited. It just yeah. takes such it's, a significant chunk of tension out of the movie when there's really no question as to what is awaiting this character, right? And so I, I think that was... That's one of the most fascinating in my mind. Like, what ifs? Like, what if this movie, what if Black Widow had been released after Captain America Civil War? That would have been, been good. That would have been really cool. So, when, whenever I get around to rewatching the Marvel movies, I think this is one where, as much as I enjoy watching them in order of their release, this would be one that I'd be willing to cheat a little bit and watch after. Civil War, just to, just to try and get a little feel for that. Like, hey, what what's that feel like if I'm watching it after Civil War when Natasha has gone on the run with Steve and with Sam and with Wanda? Like, what what does that what does that feel like? But I don't listen. I don't disagree at all. the The main villain, brutal, just not worthwhile in the least. What they did with Taskmaster, while again, unforgettable. I don't have, I don't have that attachment to that. I don't character. either. But it, it's it still it still wasn't like this was a inspired reinvention. I knew I should. It was tough. I should have known as it was soon tough. as the mask came off. I was like, "That's the daughter, isn't it?" Yeah, I should have known. Should have known. That's true. You should. And I just you should have. It's sad to me. What's sad about Eternals and Black Widow, and then we can go on to the D, the one DC movie that came out. <laughs> um, the one thing I think that saddens me the most is that. I am. I was more excited about what's to come that came. What came out yep. of that movie than yep. I was about the movie. Like I was way more excited about getting the Black Knight out of the Eternals yep. and the Celestial Origins. I thought mm. that was really cool to sure. see the Celestials yep. for the first time. And yep. they were they lived up to their their hype. Sure, their big deal. Yep. And then to have like yeah, literally big deal. Yeah, legit. And then. Yep. For Black Widow to get the next Black Widow, the 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 person mm. taking over the Black Widow mantle, yep. and by the way, perfect choice. 
Yeah, Yelena's outstanding. She's and she's hilarious. Money. She's money. hilarious. Yep. Okay. Ten out of ten. And then David Harbor, I would love to see again as uh, the Red Guardian. I thought that was yep. awesome. I think it'd be, I think it'd be cool to have like Captain Canada come in, and then we just have a three-way fight oh between Captain America, Captain Canada, and Captain. Well, not Captain Rush, the Red Guardian. <laughs> Captain Russia, a.k.a. Yeah, the Red Guardian. Yeah. I think yeah. that would be... He actually might be Captain Canuck. Either way. Incredible. I want that. And that could be a one-episode deal. Sure, sure. A half-hour special. Maybe, I don't we'll care. Get a, maybe we'll get a what-if. You know, even the cartoon version, we, we would take that. Yeah, yeah. It, Eternals... Um, like, for some reason, my... It was most boring. Re- my, my best memory from that is... Uh, Blade getting teased, in the t- you know. And we didn't even know it was Blade in the post credits. We didn't trailer. know it was Blade. Or, yeah, but the Ebony Blade coming out was so yeah. cool. Yeah, I was that, like, yes. That movie. I'll be curious whenever I get around rewatching it if I feel uh, better or worse about it. Because um, I, I was, I was really hopeful going into that. And what I remember thinking, and I, st- I, I still believe this, is it could have been the equivalent of. Star Wars Rogue One, where it's a movie that nobody knew they like necessarily needed or wanted, but after having seen it, you go, hey, that, that really enriched what has come before, having now seen that movie. And this just didn't do that for us. Like This movie is easily the most dispensable in the sense that, man, if this doesn't exist... It's okay. Yeah, we're, we're not any better or worse off. So... And to me, like... The and you know what? Black Widow could fall into that category as well, quite frankly. If you want to be really harsh I already forgot it. it existed and you brought it up again. Thank you. <laughs> no, but... Uh, I still enjoyed it. Still enjoyed it. I did. I think for that movie, Eternals was what everyone thought the Guardians of the Galaxy was going to be when that mm. movie got announced. No yep. one thought the Guardians of the Galaxy movie was going to do good. They're like, oh, this is Marvel's first flop. And yep. then it skyrocketed. It was so then people yep. came into this movie being like, oh, Eternals is going to be epic. And it expectations missed it. Expectations are a big deal. So yeah. that's just my opinion on yeah. that, though. Well, hey, Spider-Man No Way Home, that's an all-timer. I'm glad we got that. Took till December 17th. But what an incredible treat that was. I still enjoy thinking back on that movie. I I have to remind myself how special that was because I don't ever want to forget how great it was to see Toby coming back in that spider suit. Incredible. Toby. Andrew getting in there. He surprised me as far as how much I enjoyed him. But so beautiful. It was so it was so good. I'm trying not to cry. Dude. Weep oh. away. It was it was beautiful. It was awesome. That's uh, I, I know you, that we're, we're going to get movies again in May with Doctor Strange, the Multiverse of Madness, that are going to try and do something similar in terms of, hey, bringing previous actors back in their roles. Patrick Stewart, for example, as Professor Xavier. But I, I just don't think, I don't think there's another... I don't think we're going to have another movie like this where you have the previous characters from previous like well-established iterations come back in a really meaningful, significant, and somehow like organic way. Like it made sense. It wasn't forced. It was it was just great. That's the most important just great. thing to bring up is that yep. it wasn't forced. No. It was natural. It felt natural. Yep. It felt right. 
And I just wanted it to last forever. Yeah. So what a treat that was. What an absolute treat. That was that was outstanding. All right. Well, hey, uh, let's jump over to the DC movies. I'm sorry, movie that was released. Uh, singular. Not on the plural side. No TV shows to speak of for the... For the DC. Well, Bless were, them, they're trying. There were TV shows, but we just didn't watch them. They're trying. What was the TV show? Which one are you thinking there's about? Few, there's a few of them, probably. Well, if you well, like, talk about like Titans. Okay. And like, okay. We don't, we're not going to... The CW alone has so many shows that right, right. neither of us have I gotten see. into. I see. Um, yep. And Peacemaker just came out. But that's this year. Correct. I will probably watch that. I'm very curious. Okay. Uh, the Suicide Squad, Riles. Suicide Squad. Came out August 6th, so smack dab in the uh, tail end of the summer. What'd you think? I mean, it's got to be number one, right? It's kind of like, you know, I can speak to this as a as a former homeschooled person. Where it's like you're instantly the valedictorian. Like, you're at the top of your class. You're no, the guy. See, no, su- you're it. The, the Suicide Squad being the number one DC movie is the equivalent of me being my parents' favorite son. Mm. We're the only ones. <laughs> that's where we're at yeah no um okay let's do i'm gonna i'm gonna do this okay so obviously spider-man untouchable yep i gotta throw a little bone here the suicide squad might be number two for superhero movies oh yeah okay i think the only one that gives it contention is shang chi Mm -hmm. i like and i think the suicide squad gets that edge over shang chi in the sense that anyone can die in that movie yep and it's like oh they died. Like, yeah. it's done. Yeah, like, some legitimate stakes. Like, Shang-Chi, you knew probably who was going to live dying. and who was going to die. Yep. You kind yep. of figured it out. Because yeah. Marvel's got that formula down pretty well. You know my guy, Shang-Chi's Shang. not dying. Right, he's not dying. Yeah, no, he's right. not. Right. You knew the dad was going to die. You knew Papa. Probably going to go. Papa, no. <laughs> you knew he's gone. Okay. So The Suicide Squad, you go in and you're like... I don't know who's going to live. I don't know who's going to die. And guess what? A lot of people died. Yeah. I And I like gore. What can I say? Well, not like gore. I I like funny gore. There's a difference. Right. Yeah. I I have a hard time with this one. It was just so gross. Man, it's just not my cup of tea. Um, I enjoyed a lot of the, the concepts. I enjoyed a lot of the pursuit of those concepts. So I thought it was... I thought it was as good as it could possibly be. I mean, these are all obscure characters, with the exception of Harley Quinn. But otherwise, I mean, these are characters that I, and I'm a DC Comics guy. I don't know Jack Squat about Peacemaker. Okay, Rick Flagg's in there, I suppose. But Ratcatcher, King Shark, I think I've read of one appearance of his in a Green Lantern comic. There's just, there's not a lot to go off of there in terms of coming into the movie looking forward to seeing this character or the other. I mean, freaking arms fall off, boy. Uh, it, it was humorous. TDK. TDK. It, it, was, it was funny. The ferret. Oh, my gosh. The ferret, the polka dot man. Uh, it, was, uh, it was creative uh, when Peacemaker and Good Grief Idris Elvis character. Why am I blanking? Oh, my gosh. Bloodshot. Thank you. Wait, Bloodshot or Bloodsport? Bloodsport. Bloodsport. Bloodshot. Yeah. You got it. You got it. Bloodshot eyes. When uh, Peacemaker and Bloodsport 
are essentially coming, kind of having a, hey, anything you can do, I can do better. Okay. How to how to kill somebody. <laughs> how are we measuring? Right. Measuring right. sticks. Right. It's uh, that was a really really entertaining scene. Rick Flag dying was a huge bummer. It was for a me. bummer. Huge bummer. Um, I wonder how I would feel about this movie had he not perished at the hands of Peacemaker. Uh, not that the villain turn of Peacemaker wasn't solid in terms of storytelling for the movie. It was a good twist. It was compelling. But I hated it that it came at the expense of my guy Rick Flag being able to continue to live. Like, that just sucked. I think, that sucked when he died. Honestly, I think the most satisfying part for me was that I feel like they pulled Starro off really well. Sure. For a villain. Sure. Did, Freaking if you would have told man. me Starro would have been a Suicide Squad villain, I I would have called you crazy. <laughs> like, and it worked well. Like the only other pe- people he would have fought and it would have been cool would have been Justice League, and we're not gonna get that for many many moons. So it was cool to see yep. it in this capacity. Yep. Yep. Super gross to see oh. it now. There, look. Like I said earlier, I enjoy gore in a funny fashion. Mm-hmm. There were some scenes in here that I was like, I don't need to look at that again. Yeah. Like the experimentation, uh, the whole that, I, yeah, I know that's, that was rough. that's what stuck in my head. Like, had that had that not been a thing, I might watch this See, movie again. And I'm like, I, I don't even want to watch it to try and like dredge up those images. Those were gross. And at that point too, I was like, you know what? I hope the starfish does kill you. <laughs> like I was like, right. you deserve this, right? Like the starfish, right. you asked for this one, right? You're just a bad, bad dude. You're you're a bad woman. Yeah. You're a bad lady. Yeah. And I don't like you. You need to go. Which you just need she to go. does. She does a great Amanda Waller because yeah. I don't like her, and that's what she's supposed to do. So. Yeah. But she was great. Well, the one the one little plug that we could say, kind of, sort of, DC did a movie, but it by no means was new, was the Zack Snyder cut of Justice League. I know you haven't seen that. Still but haven't. I'll I'll. You know what? I'll raise that banner and say, listen, if you haven't seen it, go check it out. Worthwhile. I am not going to defend the original cut of the Justice League. It stunk. Shouldn't have stunk, but it did. It stunk. This cut, that was entertaining. That was worthwhile. It's still bloated, right? They gave him just about four hours to play with, and they should have whittled it down to three. However, it is legitimately good which is not something that you could say about the original cut of the justice league and listen it's not how this works you don't just get a do-over and say okay well there we go we fixed it we get to start over it's like you blew it um the the one piece of optimism that i have or the biggest piece coming out of these the dc movies that we've seen in general love who they've cast as wonder woman as superman aquaman heck cyborg he gets a much bigger role that's why i'm bringing this up in the snyder cut same with ezra miller as the flash not going to get into ben affleck as batman still just not great still not my favorite at all iteration of that character but (laughs) uh i tell you what it was good it was good to see some hope but they've got a chance with the individuals they've cast in these roles but they got to put some stuff together man they do. 2022 was shaping up to be a uh, opportunity for that to come through, and uh, now those movies are all getting delayed, so we're just not even gonna. On that note, wow, real positive. Fun fact: Ugh. after the Batman, Nirvana's streaming 
went up 750%. Sure. Okay, continue. <laughs> yep. Yep. So there's your there's your DC for 2021, boys and girls. One movie. And that's... The Suicide Squad. That's... That's our recap right there. That's it. It was, it was joyous. Yeah. Yeah. Any others that you can think of that are just kind of hanging out there that haven't fallen in this Marvel DC category... That you wanted to that you wanted to toss in there. This has been kind of a I'll say this. This has been a um, bit of a barren year for me in terms of reading new comics. I haven't I haven't really gone out on a limb to try and and find something new. I've I've enjoyed rereading some old stuff. Jeez, but I got to remember what I even read. Yeah, I, I just haven't even been. Captain America and the Winter Soldier was good. Yep, I, I just haven't that. been inspired to read something that I have not yet read before. So. I'm just I'll trying to remember to, all of them. I didn't really... You know what? That's not entirely true. The Dark Knight's Metal um, sequel was outstanding. That was really good. That's easily my my best of. I think... Why is Captain America the only one I can think of? I feel like I read more. I know I read more. Oh, well, I give up. <laughs> <laughs> we'll say that. We'll say that was my best one. And it was good. It was, it was definitely a good story. Yeah. Um, but... I do need to read that. It's oh, I'm, I'm, yeah. I need to read some more DC. I'm in between reading that or Injustice this year, but I know how much of a investment Injustice is going to be. Yep. So I might just stick with Metal. <laughs> yeah. We'll see what happens. Yeah, Dark Knight's Death Metal came out way back in January, so it's been over a year now. Now that we're in March of 2022, um, but it was it was really really good. Um, that was an outstanding, outstanding story. At least I should say, it came out in uh, in graphic novel form. So that was that was far and away the best, the best new comic to me, at least that I've read. So gonna have to work a little bit harder here, Riles, in 2022 to get some get some fresh content into these bones. We will. But that's outstanding. Well, hey, speaking of new content, yeah, here we go. Let's look and do it. Let right. us go. And which, where are we going? So, something that I, no, you're good. Something that I wanted to dive into, right, now that we've kind of crossed this first year threshold, um, is in this personal preference light, just kind of do a little little conversation regarding what I hold as my top movies. Now, I've got about 30 of these bad boys all together. So, I think I'm going to take them about three at a time, okay? That just feels right, so we can chew through it slowly and yet not glacierly because if we did one per week that would be uh that'd be a bit much two still feels a little too slow so i'm gonna go i'm gonna go with a little three for action here we're gonna start from the bottom of the list number 30 work our way up to numero uno which we teased a little bit in previous podcasts with the lord of the rings trilogy sitting there at the top undefeated undisputed the champ but for me here's here's kind of how it works out all right so we go Ocean's Eleven sitting in that number 30 spot, Saving Mr. Banks, number 29, and here's a little dark horse action for you. Cinderella, the remake. The remake. Have you seen it? Like the live action remake? Like the live action remake with your guy Richard Madden. Okay, continue. Dude, dude. You piqued my interest. He brings, let me tell you. Yeah, he's a handsome guy. He is not bad to look he's at. A, and it's the, it's the Irish accent that uh-huh. really seals the deal, doesn't it? Tell you what, <laughs> my guy Rich, he brings a lot to the role. So let's let's start with Ocean's Eleven. He would be awesome. charming. Oh my goodness, he was great. 
Ocean's Eleven, terrific movie, like an all-timer, okay? The fact that it sits at number 30 on my list is a bit criminal because it is probably objectively better than other movies that are ahead of it. Uh, but that's where it sits. You know, this is all personal preference thing, but it's great. The dialogue in that movie, outstanding. If somehow you're still alive and haven't seen it, go see it. Figure it out. It's fantastic. I have seen it. Don't worry. Good. Okay. That was a test. Because it's Ocean 11, 12, and 13, right? That's right. I've seen the first one. I haven't seen the other two. Okay. Uh, Ocean's 12, not as good. Still good. Ocean's 13, excellent. Ocean's 11 is the best. Okay. It's really stinking good. So you've seen Ocean's 11. You've seen the best. My guy, George Clooney, terrific in that movie. Brad Pitt, Matt Damon, numerous others, but just freaking fantastic stuff. Really good. Saving Mr. Banks, all right? Tom Hanks, he's one of my guys. Like, we talk top actors, favorite actors. Well, Tommy Guns is right there. Right there at the top of the list. What an it's absolute... Fair. It's fair. He's had, he's had a, very, a lot of iconic yeah. roles. Oh, absolute stallion, okay? My guy plays Walt Disney, and this movie examines the making of another movie, which I'm not sure if that's really a place that most movies want to go when you're making a movie about a movie, but it's about the making of Mary Poppins. Again, somehow you haven't seen Mary, Mary Poppins. Poppins. There's just nothing we can do for you at this point. Just come on. Come on. But anyway, Mary Poppins. Great movie. There you go. You got it. See, it's it's infinitely quotable. You can sing the songs always. They just make you feel better. Right? One of the best things I've done as a parent is have my kids watch Mary Poppins multiple times. That's fair. It's great. It's great. Do they look into the sky for ladies with umbrellas? If not, they should be. They really should be. But it's a great character examination of the author behind those Mary Poppins books and how her childhood and her relationship with her father influenced uh, the books that she wrote and therefore her desire to have such a um, strong amount of control over the making of that movie. So she was quite stingy with giving up the rights to her book to Walt Disney, who personally adored the books, loved reading them to his own children, and therefore wanted to make them into the feature film, which he ultimately did. So great, great story, particularly meaningful to me now that I've had kids of my own. Um, really powerful stuff there. All right, Cinderella live-action remake. Richard Madden, your guy. He's Prince freaking charming. And he is outstanding. He looks so good. He, of course just, he looks Have great. Have you seen him? Yes, in he, this movie. Yeah, I mean, like, in, like, Game of Thrones. <laughs> Let me tell you. He's, he's terrific. He's great. He, Imagine that in a fur he coat. He fleshes <laughs> out. <laughs> he fleshes out the role of Prince Charming, which could just be a forgettable, hey, pretty boy face. He gives it layers. Richard Madden gives it Ogres layers. have layers. Oh, my goodness. He's... <laughs> he's He's so flipping good. I feel like there's another. I gotta look this up here. My guy. This is I, not. I, I'm gonna be real honest with you. This is not a movie that I would have seen coming for you. But I know. I know. No, it's absolutely a absolutely an outlier. Okay, but it's a delight. It's freaking so freaking pure. I feel like there's another actor in this movie that is a Game of Thrones. Why so I could pull up this fella right here. Nonzo. Yeah. This is a Game of Thrones guy. No, I don't think so. Darn. Okay. Oh, uh, wait. So, hold on. Is it? that the... No, that's not the guy. Different guy. Okay. 
Who hey, does he play? Shot in the Dark. He plays uh, one of Prince Charming's uh, confidants, listed simply as Captain. But I love that. Great dude. No, great dude. Absolutely crushes it in his role. Kate Blanchett is just nasty as the stepmother. I believe that. She's yeah. kind of got that vibe. Yep. Yeah. Yep. She channels a little bit of Hella there, right? Yeah, of course she Brings does. it to the Cinderella sense. role. She's terrific. She is absolutely terrific. Lily James is Cinderella. Never seen her in anything before. I think I've only seen her in one movie since. She's picking up in popularity. I've She's noticed. delightful. She's delightful. Such She just projects this purity that I don't know how an actor or actress like somehow embodies that, but you just believe that, hey, this person is good. And what's enjoyable about this movie is she she gets put through the, the absolute ringer by the evil stepmother, and she still comes out on top. And it's like, come on, get that. Get it. It's great, man. It's great. Here I am, a full-blooded 34-year-old male with five children, and I'm championing this movie, man. It's one of the best. It's absolutely great. Okay. It's absolutely great. If you need a little, if you need a little hey. pick me up, you're feeling down, you're doubting goodness in the world. I'm not, you go I'm, watch the live-action remake of Cinderella, and you're gonna have some hope I brought in your heart. Not knocking it. <laughs> Tell you what, there's a great dynamic between the prince and his father. That's just. Come on. You don't get that in the cartoon. You don't get it. You get it here. It's outstanding. I love it, man. I'm getting pumped up. I'm not going to lie. It. I'm waiting for like <laughs> I'm getting pumped up the rug about to it. be pulled from underneath no, me. No. It's not happening. It's genuine. My my adoration for this movie is genuine. Absolutely. Absolutely love it. So I know it's not one that, you know, as Disney kind of made this series of live action remakes. I feel like it's been forgotten a little bit. I don't know how hyped it truly was. No, I didn't even remember it. No, no, and that's fair. <laughs> and that's fair. I, I think there were others that were far more, uh, far more hyped. But man, is it good! It's just great. I'm glad so, you enjoyed it. So there you go, man. There's there's the first little tease of uh, of my top 30s. Ocean's Eleven coming in number 30. Same Mr. Banks at number 29, and freaking Cinderella. Firmly at number 28. So, there you be. There's that tease. Well, I appreciate that. Hey, I'm... I feel like a part of it now. I'm just happy. I'm just happy to be here to talk about things that I love, including Cinderella. Happy to say that. I can say that proudly. I can say it proudly. Should we talk about something that maybe we don't love? For example, uh, we know that Moon Knight's coming out here in just a... Less than a week's time, or a week's time. How dare you? I was about to get super hyped up, and you're like, let's get disappointed. And I'm like, yep, yep, I brought you up. I brought you up. It's like, no. <laughs> All right, continue. Go ahead. In the last few days, mm-hmm. Marvel released mm-hmm. a trailer mm-hmm. for another TV show. Okay. Ms. Marvel, the first trailer for... That show yeah. released. We've each seen it. And as a matter of fact, we, yep, we just we, we rewatched did. it prior to press and record here. Riles, I, I don't know why I would watch this show after that trailer. I, I didn't see anything in that trailer that I'm going, hey, I'm in. Moon Knight, very different. I don't know anything about Moon Knight. Saw the trailer. And I'm very excited for that show. This one, and maybe I'm just not the target audience, right? 
high school. That's I don't I don't know. It definitely it definitely gives off the high school teen drama vibe. Yep. That's what I'm getting more of. And honestly, she is a high schooler. She's that go for it. Mm-hmm. I'm not against that. Mm-hmm. I think what bums me out the most, and I've already told you this, is that they changed her powers. Right. And to me, right. it doesn't make sense. So hopefully uh, yeah. we get rid of the bands entirely and then she goes to being an inhuman. Mm-hmm. Okay, because now if you guys have watched the trailer, I'll just break this down real quick. In the comics, she's an inhuman. Okay. Her power is called Embiggen. So she's kind of like Mr. Fantastic. Right. Where she can stretch. Right. But she's also can grow like Ant-Man. Mm-hmm. I don't know how tall. It doesn't matter. And I'm pretty sure she can, I think it's polymorph, whatever. I think she can change her appearance to look like other people. Not 100% sure on that one. Mm. Don't hold me to that. But it's like... Why? That's such a way cooler power than knock off Green Lantern. They didn't make it better. No, they gave her like they energy it shields for and... the worst, which is I don't get why they even changed it in the first one. place. Yeah, I don't know if they're like yeah. planning on. I, I mean, obviously they're planning on introducing Reed Richards, and they want that power distinction. Mm. But at the same time, I'm like, let them have the same. Who mm-hmm. cares? Mm-hmm. She could learn from Reed. That'd be cool. Mm-hmm. Okay, but like now, the one good thing. There was one good thing, and this has been the consistency of Phase 4 Marvel. Mm-hmm. We have been getting comic-accurate suits out of the wazoo, and I love it good point. so much. Good and point. it looks like it probably won't happen to the, to, till towards the end, but I'm pumped. And also, I think what this trailer lacks, too, I'm all over the place, but stay with it's me. It's great. I love it. I love it. You keep going. But what this trailer lacks is a villain. We don't know who she's going up against. Because sure. let's be honest, if we saw who she's fighting, that might pique the interest a little bit more. Hmm. But we don't. We have no idea. I don't know. Mm-hmm. To be mm-hmm. honest, I don't know Miss Marvel villains. I don't. I don't know who she's going to fight in the rogues gallery of Miss Marvel villains. All three of them. I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> and like I'm, I'm not. I have to be careful because I don't need to. Like, there's no need to hate on this show. Yeah, me. I'm not going like, to hate if I'm, it yet. If I'm not the... I'll watch it. If I'm not the target audience... See, I'm not sure I will. <laughs> uh, that's okay. Uh, I, I think I'm just more... I'll take one for the team. I appreciate you. Appreciate you. Kind of Boba Fett round two. Boba you're, Fett you're a real, you're a real good team player. Uh, I just don't... None of what I saw in that trailer uh, makes me go, hey, I need to check this out. Um, and I wish it would. I think it could do that, even if I'm not the individual age group, uh, <laughs> gender group. I, I don't know. I think there's I think there's an opportunity for it to have been appealing even to a guy like me that still likes comics, enjoys the MCU, and I just feel like they they underwhelmed here in round one with the marketing. So hey, plenty of time between now and then. We also didn't get a an alleged release date so sometime i'm guessing let's see moon knight's coming out march 30th so probably in the june range is what i would say for ms marvel sometime in that i think they released the release date yeah and i don't remember what it was let me just do a quick pretty sure they did i don't see i don't don't have a lot to say about it other than i share your disappointment with hey she's got this really cool power set why why are we tweaking this yeah so she 
she's also like a cornerstone yeah, right now is. for like the younger like Marvel heroes. Sure. Like so, if she was on our iteration of Young Avengers, mm-hmm. it wouldn't surprise me. Yeah. But like that's that's why she has to be done well. Yep. Yep. But exactly. Uh, so that's where I'm at with that. Yeah. Uh, we'll we'll see. Uh, um, there's plenty of time between now and June. Could end up being you know could end up being cool. So. Not we'll ragging see. on it, just also... I am. That's not true. I am ragging on it a little bit. I was underwhelmed. I'd like to see more. It's certainly not going to be a Cinderella. Ah, full circle. <laughs> I think this will be a Cinderella story, though. <laughs> she, she's going to go from nobody to somebody. Yes. And she'll there's find no, out she never needed the slippers. There's no Richard Madden. Why am I even here? Why am I even here? But uh, that's great. Did we? Speaking of which, did yeah. we talk about the Obi Wan trailer on here? Oh my goodness! Did we? No, it came out maybe the day after we had recorded our previous episode. What a great catch on your part, Riles! Oh, I saw it on there. I was like, oh, Obi Wan, dude, that that trailer, incredible. Tell me that doesn't look great. Oop, oop. You're good. Let me correct our lighting situation. <laughs> but yeah, so the Obi-Wan trailer came out. We had, uh, what did we have? Uh, yeah, we saw we, we saw young Luke. Here, I'll fix it. It's, uh, it's underneath there. No, 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 like, go down. Follow the cord, yep. There you go. Yes, that'll work. You can ch- if there should be two arrows, and then if you click that once and get the yellow, okay. no. one more. Nope the no no the two arrows that look like a reverse Uno card. There you go right there. With it, with it. Uno you card. didn't have to do that to make me happy, but I appreciate that. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it, we saw some of the Inquisitors. Mm. Which I, mm-hmm. I don't know if you know anything about them. I really don't either. They were a big part of very little, but I'm in the cartoon. Yeah. Um, we're getting Vader back. That's the most important part mm-hmm. of this whole thing. Okay. Mm-hmm. They probably will fight, and it'll be super cool. Okay. No. There's so much potential here. Like it, he he looks like space Jesus. Uh, he does. And I'm excited. He does. He looks terrific, man. Freaking Ewan. Like we're. We're just seeing the praisers of Richard Madden, which as we should be, but Ewan McGregor as Obi in the wilderness looks incredible. Just Who, looks incredible. Hold on. Who do you think paved the way Correct. for Richard Madden? Correct. It was Ewan Richard freaking exist if it wasn't McGregor. Fr- exactly. exactly. Obi won Kenobi. He's, He's the guy. I love it. Dude, it's it's great. I'm glad you recalled that uh, that that trailer had come out between our pods here. I'm very much looking forward to it. That is the kind, that's the kind of Star Wars content I can get on board with, right? Like the Boba Fett show just never really appealed to me in a great way. Which is a shame. It, is. it should have done a better job of that. But, yep, yeah. yep. But this, uh, this is money in the bank. Like if I had to pay to see this, which I mean you kind of do, having to pay for Disney Plus, but if I had to pay to go to a theater to see each episode, I would. I think I would too. I would. I easily would. So what a cool, what a cool thing. Makes me want to get a Jedi robe again. Yeah, yeah. Just, just a little bit. Not like a lot of it, but a little bit. <laughs> yeah. But yes. So Moon Knight comes out next week. Right. At literally next week, dude. 
So that's wild stuff. Do we have any predictions or uh, surprises? Or I don't know what else I'm going on, but you know no, what I mean. No, like I'll throw a couple brief, brief predictions out there. I know that Moon Knight, the character, is uh, famous for having multiple personality disorder or something yeah. to that extent. At least, I think we're going to see a fairly limited view of that. Like I don't think we're going to see a dozen different personalities. I think we'll see two, three at most. I think. I honestly think we'll get his four that he has in the comics. Think so? I think so because they've already advertised. So they've, because I can I consider Moon Knight as one. Yep. That's an alternate personality yep. right. to me. Okay. Right. So we have Moon Knight. We yep. have Mark Spector. I think we'll get that. Um, we have his other one, which was Spencer or something. Okay. Um, and that was his rich alter ego, and that's who she's. That's in that first trailer. He's talking as that guy, mm-hmm. and she's like, "Mark, where are you?" And right. he's like, "Who's Mark? I'm Spencer." Right. So, we'll get that. And then Mr. Knight okay. has already been confirmed, okay. which he's a nicer Moon Knight. Which if, Have you seen the poster for Mr. Knight? Sure. It's sure. sick. It's <laughs> super cool. And then, okay, so, and then there he has one more personality, and that is uh, Jack something. And he's a taxi driver. And uh, that's how he gets all his street info, because he's a taxi driver. Okay, so I think I think, so think we'll, we'll get, go for the full four. I think I love I, it. I, I kind of right. hope so. I hope you're right. Four or five. Yeah, I feel like I listed yeah. Five. I'm limited to the two or three. You're going the four or five range. I like that. I I'm guessing the villain played by Ethan Hawke. I'm guessing he dies. That's doesn't, a solid bet. Doesn't feel like a long term. Uh, hey, he's hanging around for a while. Seems like he's there and now. Goodbye. Toast. Although because the actor of the other villain died, they might kept it. Might, might have kept the new guy alive. Oof. Okay. True. Wild card. They they don't have a. I mean, which I'm not even joking or anything. I think that just a poor yeah. circumstance. Yeah, that's tough. So yeah, that's quite. But tough. we'll see. Quite we'll see tough. what happens. I uh, I really hope this is one I'm cool with them going in the origin of how he started. For sure. I'm really cool with that. Like sometimes you're like, Ugh, another origin. I want okay. an origin. Yeah. Because I feel no one knows what this guy yeah. is really. He's so, so it'd unknown. be really fun. Yeah. For me. I I just want violence. I'm curious. Yeah. Well, let's get into that. Let's get into that just real briefly. How on a scale of what we've had so far, okay, with the Disney Plus shows. Compared to the Netflix or formerly Netflix Marvel shows that are now on Disney Plus, where do you think in that spectrum the show will fall? My guess, my personal guess, is it'll be somewhere in between Netflix and the regular Marvel shows. Yep. I think it'll be. Mo- I think this will be the most violent Marvel Disney Plus show. Yep. But I don't think it'll be the most violent Marvel show we've ever had. I think, I think, first of all, I don't think anything will ever beat the Punisher ever in our lifetime. Okay? It's not going to happen. That will not happen. Daredevil, I'm glad, was violent. Mm-hmm. I think that was the appropriate amount of violence. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Moon Knight will be a step under that level. Sure. I don't think... Look, if we get that, I'm cool with it. Yep. That would be dope. He's a very violent guy. 
he should kind of have that violence. Mm-hmm. The dude wears white because he wants to be seen. He wants that physical confrontation. Right. So right. I'm cool with it. But I think it'll be I think it'll be one step underneath. Yeah. Although we yeah. did get all the Netflix Disney Plus on Disney Plus now mm-hmm. on Disney Plus. But uh, mm-hmm. so I guess the gates open. But we'll see. No, I, I think you're right there. I think it'll be a step beyond what we've had so far. I can't imagine that Marvel. I just don't think it's worth it to them, quite frankly. Like they they have such a they have such a safe, if you will, money making product. Like it seems like you're not gaining much by going into that from that PG thirteen to that R rated territory. I, I just don't think there's enough of them to gain that they will. If they do, I won't be stunned. I'll be surprised. Um, but I think that they're pretty safe doing more of a hard PG thirteen. Yeah. Right. And, that's that's kind of where I'm at. And see, for me, I I, I want them to really lean into the hard PG thirteen at the least. Mm-hmm. I would like it to be closer to the radar, just because. I want that Midnight Sun show eventually where he teams up with Blade. Because look, yep. the Blade movie, I want to be R mm-hmm. because I want him cutting off the heads of vampires. Okay, I do. And to be honest, <laughs> yep. it's, that's supposed to be what that is. Yeah, That's how it's that's oh, fair. That's how it was. Different niche. Yep. Yeah. Like, yep. I, I get that the violence isn't for everybody. Okay. It's not supposed to be. All right. That's yep. what that character was made for. Moon Knight is one of those guys. And... Sorry, but Daredevil is that way too. Mm-hmm. Daredevil's always been violent, more mm-hmm. violent character. Sure, like sure. he gets beat up. Yeah, Batman. You could make that argument for. So I could see I him going. Know. Yeah, I could see him going similar to what we observed with the Batman. That that was a hard PG thirteen. Yeah, I want that. I, I I'm think, cool with that. I think that's where we're gonna settle into with Moon Knight. Last prediction slash question for you here. With Moon Knight, do you think we will get the introduction or inclusion of any other heroes? That's a good question. So they have established this is pretty much like Iron Man 1. There's no prior connections in this show, which is dope. Mm -hmm. They're going to establish their own. Mm -hmm. If he connects with anybody, I'm trying to think because it's taking place in London. I don't think that's going to have anything to do with anybody. Yep. Um, and they only did that because New York is crowned, but um, which I get, but come on, it's New York. Anywho, little Captain Britain, maybe they, they could have done. They could have done San Francisco or Los Angeles. He was out there for a while. Regardless, sorry, got sidetracked. Um, <laughs> Captain Britain, Britain would be a very, very long shot. I don't think we'll get that. Honestly, I think it will be somebody street level. Yeah. So okay. I could now. This is going to be a very, very long shot. It, we could get Matt Murdock, Daredevil. Sure. That wouldn't. That would again. It's long shot. I'd that's, be surprised. That's fine. that's fine. Um, I think it'd be really cool to see a Blade. Mm-hmm. Um, I think they talked about Werewolf by Night, maybe possibly being in this. Elena could pop in here. She's a bit of a globe trotter. Yeah, she'd be okay. Yep. I would be cool with them. Uh, we see the Black Knight. That would be really cool. Okay. Yep. That's possible because that is London. Yep. So. Yep. There's some geographical association I w- there. I would like Moon Knight to be associated with those kind of people. Yep. Yeah. So that that's kind of the range. I don't see him needing 
Sam Wilson's Captain America right off the bat. That's not going to happen. Yeah. But like a Blade or a Ghost Rider. Okay. Somebody, we're not going to get Ghost Rider, yeah, but something I, I feel, to that level. I feel pretty strongly that somebody's going to show up in a hero sense, and I have no idea who that is. I think all the names you listed are good possibilities, but I also won't be surprised if it's a new you know, an additional new hero and I just haven't that. seen yet. Yep. So I'm, I'm looking forward to that. Nobody expected Eros in Eternals. Mm-hmm. So for me, mm-hmm. I, I honestly, right now, I'm going to lean. My most probable would probably be Blade. Yeah. And we might not see yep. him. We might hear him again. Mm-hmm. I think that's the most probable because they yeah. really are leaning into the mysticism. Yep. They've yeah. kept they've kept this very tight on the marketing side. They haven't revealed much of Good. anything, which is outstanding so Good. very I, much looking forward to it my man and i have refused to watch any of the new stuff on it yeah. so yeah it's gonna be great but all right my guy i think that covers it congrats on an outstanding first year looking forward to, to you too sir yeah looking forward to the advent I of year two and done beyond it with anyone else no like besides my other podcast <laughs> you can say that right i i genuinely got nothing <laughs> i'm kidding oh, i couldn't do you know how annoying Chance would be doing this whole thing? He wouldn't watch three-fourths of the movie because he's stubborn. Uh, it's a whole Bless thing. Him. No, Bless him. No, I, you are the first and only person I asked to do this with. So mm, Appreciate yes. it. What a treat it's been. Yes. What a treat it's been. Awesome Before stuff. anybody starts throwing me under the bus. <laughs> <laughs> so, but yeah. That's great. Um, on that note. Thank you, everybody, that's been listening. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, those of you that have. That is that a good have, point to yeah, make. Yeah, that have uh, taken this journey with us. Appreciate yeah, it. Keep hanging on. To, We're going to only right. get better from here. So. Absolutely. That's our yeah. goal to keep getting better for you. Yeah. So appreciate and, uh, you being with us. Godspeed. Adios.